What up, y'all? Welcome to the More Juice podcast. This is Marissa, one half of More Juice, and I'm super excited to bring you guys this podcast episode. We've been doing events in Los Angeles since 2015, and so this episode is the first time that we've merged our events with our podcast and did a live podcast, y'all. So, um, it's exciting. So today we're interviewing Jerry Madison Jr. He is an actor, filmmaker, podcaster, speaker, and we're going to be talking about taking the leap. What does that feel like when you are at a crossroads and you kind of just have to jump? So let's get into it. Welcome to More Juice. Um, wow. This is our first time getting into a live podcast situation. So we're just super excited um, to see all of you and welcome you into this energy. We've been doing More Juice since 2015. That's about right. Um, but we just had a little hiatus. But we back. We back. Shout out to some familiar faces. Since we do have a lot of you guys, we started More Juice. Um, around the notion that you should be able to connect with people in your journey while you're in it authentically and not the show, Bodie, what can you do for me? Where you work at? Who's paying you? You know, let me climb over you. Like, um, there's something very valuable about being able to just talk about the journey, honestly. Um, and that's how Marissa and I got connected and started More Juice and been at it ever since. We started the podcast last summer um, with great response. So we're we, we working on that for y'all. But today is super special because the moments we found doing More Juice, bringing people out together, connecting, um, you see some of our mantras, blessings come in connections, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted that to exist outside of this live experience, right? Um, but once we started doing that, we realized the conversation could also live in here. So I'm going to pass it to Marissa. We had an idea to bring somebody out to join us. Yes, yes. So, um, again, I think it's really important that we have time in these spaces to really, like, highlight people that's doing dope things. And so maybe, like, three or four months ago, um, I was at Vector 90, and they do this, like, burnout event, like, you go from like 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. and you just work on your creative shit. And it's like a whole bunch of other people there doing the same thing. And so I met Jerry there. It was like 1 in the morning. I, first of all, I wasn't going to go, but I was like, I'm going to go because it's on my calendar. I got to go. <laughs> so I went. And I was like kind of in my own vibe, like not really mixing and mingling. And Jerry came up to me. He was like, hey, you do more juice. I was like, yes, I do. Hi. And we just started to talk, and he just had a real cool vibe. He told me he also had a podcast, and we exchanged numbers, and that was that. And then Jazz and I we were like, let's do this live podcast. We've been recording this podcast for a minute. We do the events. Let's just mesh them. And so we've been wanting to interview a person and bring a third party onto the podcast for a long time, and I felt like Jerry was the perfect person for that. And we'd be busy. And we'd be busy. So it's <laughs> It's hard to say, does this day work for me, you and somebody else? That's right. 
So this was, I'm shout out to Jared for being like, yeah, let's do let's it. Do it. Uh, I'm super appreciative of it. I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about him, but I'm going I'm to let him tell his story. Uh, so Jerry, I don't know if you guys have seen, like last month, there was this really crazy trailer that went viral called Bel Air. It's like a modern day retelling of Fresh Prince. And I've been explaining it to people like, as if Fresh Prince was happening right now in 2019, it was like, super dramatic like but it's really dope um so if you guys haven't had a chance to see that just when this is over get on your phone and google bel-air you'll find it matter of fact just go to shadowandact.com and you'll find it hey. Uh, hey. No plug, no pluggy plug. But, uh, but yeah, so I want to bring Jerry up here and get this conversation started so you guys can learn more about him so Jerry where you at where you at What's good? This is new, y'all. I want y'all to know when we record the podcast, we be in Jasmine's living room and <laughs> we put it all together right before we get My on there. My living room is cute. It is. It's, it's straight off of Pinterest. I need you to know that, okay? It's very beautiful. What's up, Jerry? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Y'all good? Yeah, yeah and, and I'm sorry to, to move y'all one more time, but there's some people struggling to see in a doorway so if y'all want to creep in yeah. join us real intimate <laughs> real intimate like this is so many beautiful amazing i know y'all y'all like y'all show up and make me and marissa blush every time this is crazy this is gorgeous. um but welcome thank you thank yes you like marissa said we're super excited we jump on our podcast and we just talk about the realness yeah. live, right? Yeah. Like as it's happening, we, from the time we started More Juice mm -hmm. to today, it's like three movies, okay? Yeah. Me and Marissa <laughs> been through some, some things, y'all. Some, some peaks, some valleys, some hazy moments. Yeah. Um, but we, we share it because so many people reach out and they're like, yo, thank you. Because they're not hearing. Yeah. You know, people love to celebrate, right? Like they had this crazy ass year, was broke, Bouncing from this couch to this one. Finally got a new apartment. Finally got a ride. Um, new client, new job, new position. Now you want to post everything, right? Yeah. The well, whole time, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole gang of people looking to connect while you're in that space. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I got $10 in my account space. It can be I got a little money, but what's next? Like, how am I going to elevate? And who am I talking to? And how are we working together and collaborating and all of that? So that's yeah. just to give you a little bit more. I, you know, has anyone listened to the podcast before? Anybody? Okay. I mean, we on all platforms. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, <laughs> SoundCloud, yeah. Spotify, more juice is there. All that. But um, yeah. So yeah, give us a little bit more about about you. Where you at? Where you came from? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So firstly, thank y'all so much for having me. Um, and I, I, this is an honor and a privilege to be here. And I want to give it up for everybody here because you guys may not know it yet, but you are changing the world. You're changing Hollywood. You're changing everything right now. So I don't want you to see where you are and feel like you're not where you need to be yet. So give it up for yourselves right now in this moment. So that's firstly. So yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a country boy. I'm from Houston, Texas. Family from Louisiana. Uh, straight country. Shout out to Beyonce one time. But, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, so man, it's so many things, y'all. Um, so I moved out to LA 
almost three years ago now, it'll be three years in June, I actually did not move out here to be in the industry. I moved out here to be in corporate America. And once I got out here, I tell people it was like God introducing me to myself. So once I got out here, I started to get involved in more creative things and realized that it had been laying dormant in me for that long. And I just started doing everything that I could to be around it, you know, after work, driving an hour to class or to go shoot something. And yeah, just kept doing that, kept meeting people, kept getting out of my comfort zone. And I've just fallen in love with the creative process. I fall in love with inspiring and encouraging people. And that's that's my purpose, to help people live their most God-fearing, destiny-aligned, purpose-fulfilling lives. So I do that with everything that I do, whether it's podcasting, acting, filmmaking, speaking. So yeah, that's a little bit about me right there. Wow. First of all, <laughs> that is a morning affirmation. I'm about to play this when I get up so that I can remember what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, Marissa, you <laughs> love some affirmations. I do. I, I love got you. I'm speaking your Yeah, so you're going to live your most God-fearing life. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's what's up. Okay, so I want to talk about, so you said you moved out here mm -hmm. for corporate America. So you yeah. had a, a job or some sort of situation, and then you just fell into the industry. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit more about, like, what that job was like and how you got into this industry and what that is. Yeah, so I was, so my degree is in engineering and business. I'm a sex and m shout out uh, to A&M one time. So I moved out here to do like a technical sales role for this company that will go unnamed. <laughs> but I was, while I was there, I just, I think we all can, re can relate to this. Sorry, this has happened before. <laughs> I, I just felt like there was a part of me kind of dead, you know what I'm saying? I think that some people can relate, some people can't, but I felt like th that wasn't my best use and it wasn't my highest use. So just going through the monotony of doing a lot of sales stuff and feeling like I, I could be doing more, um, I started to figure out ways I could do more. And I ended up meeting a writer like at a, like a Bible study or something. And we just started having a conversation and one thing led to another, and he was like, hey, I'm, I'm looking at, I, I'm writing scripts, and I want a different perspective on my scripts. Would you be down to do that? And I was like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to do. Like, I go to work, I come home, I'm by myself, I got no family, I got no friends. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sounds it was real. LA to me. It was real. Uh. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just knew that I didn't want to feel the way that I did at work every day. There was more. So I was just kind of chasing that, um, whatever opportunities kind of came up. So, yeah, in that he really loved my insight on the scripts and he really loved my perspective. And then he kept telling me like, bro, I think you should act. I was like, nah, dog, I didn't want you to do that. I'm good, <laughs> chill. So, you know, weeks went by and eventually he was like, I'm gonna shoot this and I want you to play the lead, you're gonna do it. And he kind of strangled me down and I ended up doing it. But that, that kind of launched me into exploring more in the industry. So while I was, I would legit get off of work and I would drive an hour to go to acting class, like every night for months. Um, and I, I kind of struggled with- Get the, them hours in. Yeah, I, I kind of struggled with like, okay, I have my degree in engineering and business, like why am I doing this? Mm. It didn't really make sense at the time, but I knew that there was more and I was just chasing that more that I knew mm. that was inside, right? So so yeah, I just kept doing that. The job was, was killing me spiritually, y'all. Like I was, I felt like I was dying. I'm a little dramatic, obviously I'm dramatic, but. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, it was a lot, but that was that experience for me. Yeah, I mean, we talk about, you know, kind of a, a through line yeah. 
um, when I jumped and moved across, you know, hours and hours away by myself because there was something that made sense about doing what I was doing on the side um, full time. So that's dope that your experience was a little less like having to individual or independently push yourself into that little voice. Because, you know, a lot of people I talk to will say the same thing. Like, you have this job, it pays the bills, but you're dying on the inside. It's like, cool. Um, What has to happen for you to get out of that Mm -hmm. and into a better space for you to really just be happier, right? Um, But you had somebody kind of pull you into it, so that's dope. Yeah, to to an extent, I think that, I knew that I had to take responsibility for everything. It was like, okay, I'm here. I'm not at work 24 hours a day. What can I do to move into a different space? So I remember I was waking up at 5 a.m. like every morning, and I would work out so I could have control over my day before I went into work. And like surrendered to that eight hour. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I know I'm going to be here for eight hours. What can I do outside of that? So, and I had to change my perspective on it too, right? Because it's a blessing to have a job, right? This is LA. It's a tough spot. It's expensive out here. So I was like, okay, I got this job. How can I? <laughs> yeah, y'all know that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So it was like, how can I leverage this job and this opportunity and help me get towards, you know, the, the trajectory that I want to go in? Right. So, so yeah, that's what it was for me. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna go to work, and I'm gonna do what I need to do after work, and just kept doing that. Yeah. That's beautiful. I feel like as you guys both kind of describe your different experiences, like the word that is coming to me is intuition, right? And so there's these moments where we go through our daily lives and like we're kind of on autopilot, like, you know, you got to get up, you got to get dressed, you got to walk to work, you got to do your one-two, right? And so your body almost like knows, like they just know that that's what you're going to do, right? But then there's this thing in the inside of you that's saying the opposite, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like there's some point where you have to find enough strength to start paying attention to the thing that you can hear but can't see yeah. versus believing in the thing that you physically see, touch, do every day. So, yeah. <laughs> Amen. So <laughs> I'm wondering like, if you can, exp- if maybe just give an example for one, the time where you mm-hmm. had to really it was it was like do or die. I gotta take, I gotta find the courage to listen to this part of me. Mm, okay, so I will bring you guys up to Holla Bel Air. Opportunity came up, and how I kind of navigated that. So I was still in corporate at the time, and I I had been doing acting classes, and I was kind of taking a break, and I was trying to figure out my next move, and then that's when the opportunity for Bel Air come up. So because of one of my old acting classes, somebody was in my class he hit me up he was like hey bro like this is a dope filmmaker out of Kansas City and he's looking for somebody to play this part the lead just dropped out and I told him that you know I, I think that you would be a great guy for it he loves your look I, told, I vouch for your talent do you want to do this so I was like oh, I'm not sure because I don't know this dude he's this random guy from Kansas City can I really trust him and then on top of that they were saying that they want to start filming in the middle of the week so I work corporate and it was a pretty like strenuous corporate job, so and I didn't had a, I didn't have vacation like that, so <laughs> I had been that alone. <laughs> so I was like, okay, they're gonna start filming on Wednesday and film all the way through the week. How am I gonna finesse off of work, right? And 
y'all, so don't, don't tell nobody I did this. So, so I was like, okay, how am I going to figure this out? In, that, in the moment of me kind of like having fear or doubt, I felt God, I felt my intuition saying that this is an opportunity. This came for a reason, right? You've been trying to figure out how you were going to get out the job. You've been trying to figure out what your next step was going to be. This is an opportunity. So do whatever you have to do uh, to make it happen. So what I did was I finessed. And I think a lot of times you're going to have to finesse. You're going to have to get crafty. You're going to have to figure it out. So I, I think I had like one or two days left of vacation days. I needed three. I told them that I had to go home for like family stuff and I had to get on the plane. And mind you, this is, this is like one week notice. I was lying. I was lying so hard. God, I'm sorry. But, but I told them like I got to go home. And then so I went and I started shooting. And then the rest of the days that I didn't have vacation for, I just said I was sick. And when I got back, they was like, we can't pay you for those days because, you know, you can't be sick on the days right after vacation, right? Like, we know you're trying to finesse us, but, but it was what it was. But yeah, I, I just, I just kind of, I just kind of knew that that was a moment that I had to put my faith into action, right? Because we all hope and wish and pray for opportunities, but when they present themselves, it's like, what are you going to do? Still scared, right? right? No, like still scared I, to jump. Like I legit had a conversation with one of my best friends, and we were talking for hours. I was like, I don't know if I should do this. This doesn't, this doesn't seem like it's a good idea. I can jump without losing my job, right? For for this thing that may not be anything, you know what I'm saying? But this reminds me, and I know somebody gonna know this story about you know the man stuck in the ocean on like I don't know a piece of wood or something, and he <laughs> was waiting for somebody to come save him, and a boat came up to him, and he was like, No, no, God gonna come save me. The boat left, another boat came. God right here, bro. Like God sent you these boats, <laughs> yeah. and people don't want to hop on. And, they, and yeah. you think that it's supposed to look a certain way, or you think, you know, the golden opportunity, or the golden client, or the golden um, idea is the ticket or the yeah. thing that you will then jump for. But then these other opportunities come up. And maybe they're not as shiny, or maybe they're not as, they don't pay as much, right? Or maybe yeah. they're, you know, a little risky. But that's like first steps. And I know personally and from testimony of really close friends, like things like that will come up and we still be scared. Yeah. And don't recognize, like, no, this is a moment, this is right here for you to take this step and then, you know, level up from there. Um, yeah. I don't know, that reminded me of that in a way. No, I. I agree completely. I, I think a lot of times we don't realize what we have at our disposal right now. And that's something I had to get really good at. And even now, right, is what do I have around me? Who are the people, who are the resources that I have that can move me forward to my vision? But I think, like, before you get to that point, you have to figure out what your vision is for your life. You have to figure out your purpose. You have to figure out why you're here, what you're working towards. Because if you don't know that, you won't know how to utilize the tools that are at your disposal. It's very difficult if, if you don't know where you're going, right? That can that could be somebody that you're meeting, that you're talking to, and they could have that one resource or that, or that one connection that can help get you there. But if you don't know where you're going, it's very difficult. And also, too, like just like a boat, going back to the water in the boat analogies, if, if you're a boat and you have your sail up and you're going in one direction, it's, it's so much easier to just like move and shift your sail to go in a different direction. But if you don't even have a sail up, you have no destination, 
it's so difficult when you finally get an opportunity and you, you figure out where you're going. You're just like drifting. You don't yeah. you don't have any direction. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's that's super important as well. Yeah, that's. So, do you feel like that you'll have to find that direction multiple times? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's always constantly changing. It's always constantly evolving, and you have to be tapped in to to figure it out. You have to be able to slow down enough. Like I call it, slowing down to the speed of wisdom. You yeah. have to stop because there's so much minutia happening, especially here in LA. Everybody's always doing something. Everybody's always moving, and we're always trying to figure out the next thing. But sometimes it, it is okay to stop and slow down and seek wisdom, seek counsel, or, or, or just go, go inside, right? I think a lot of the answers that we're looking for, we already know them, right? And we have to get away from all the distractions, and, and we, <laughs> we, we, have to, we have to allow ourselves to get out of our own way. And also, to your point, Jasmine, not have that fear. Right, because a lot of right now, people know what their next step should be, but we kind of beat around the bush. I'm gonna and we, start looking and, at everybody, and we run in circles, right? We run in circles, and and we, we try to figure out 10, 12, 20 more signs when we already know what we should be doing. So just slowing down and listening to that thing, and then like acting on it, because if it's not the thing, then it could be the thing that leads to the thing, right? You just you right. just don't know, but right. you don't get anywhere by staying complacent and. So how do you feel? So I, one of the things that I've struggled with for a long time is like trying to be one way all the time. You know, I'm like, well, this, this is this role that I have. So this is what what I picked. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll like go to Cleveland and I'll be like, Marissa, what's good? Like they don't treat me like that. You know, then I'm like, oh shit, I'm conflicted. You know, and and then I'll take my Cleveland Marissa and I'll come back to work and I'll be like, oh, let me, I have to be professional. Uh, And so there's, I feel like I'm learning how to really engage with all these different parts of myself because it's not that I have to learn to be something or anything like that. It's literally that I have these multiple parts of myself that perhaps in different points in my life I've had to quiet them because I felt like I had to for whatever reason, you know? And so I'm curious just to hear how maybe all of your life experiences have come to a point in this your life in this yeah. point in your life where it makes sense and it's like Jerry I am all these different things you know and that makes me me and I'm not going to be afraid to rock all those parts of myself at the same time mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit just about if you even know what I'm saying or if I'm yeah, by no, myself I, like am I, I, I by myself you. no, you're not by yourself thank you you out <laughs> man that, that's such a good point because I think that it's so easy for us to feel like we need to be in a box or one way all of the time. Mm-hmm. And we reject so many parts of ourselves. And we go home and we have to sit with that. I'm like, man, I wasn't fully authentic in that moment. Like, you feel it. Um, so with me, it was, you know, finding that purpose and then beginning to embrace myself and figuring, figure, also figuring out the things that didn't serve me, like some of the actions and some of the different parts of myself that, weren't gonna help me to continue to move forward, right? So it was a combination of that. But like, yeah, I had to embrace um, me being country, right? I had to embrace like where I came from and and my people. I had to embrace um, what I went to school for, right? That intellect, because I bring all that into what I do. I I had to embrace my creativity. I had to embrace my imperfections. 
because all of these things coming together make me my true authentic self. And it's it's so important to to be able to walk in that because you have a a, a high level of confidence, right? When you know you you sat down and you you've, you've done the work and you're doing the work to figure out these different sides of yourself. Now you can bring them together and be like, okay, I respect and love that side of myself. Also respect and love that side of myself. Also expect and love and acknowledge that side of myself. Because I think there's so many different things that we want to do and, and we want to say, but if we don't embrace it, we can't even say it out loud. And I, I think that that's a, a hard way to live life, right? When there's sides of yourself that are laying dormant that you won't embrace and that, that you won't respect and love. So, so yeah, that's kind of helped me through that. Embrace it. Yeah, I feel like, and kind of to bring it back, I, I, that's why we do more juice, right? Like, I think a lot of people, especially in this room, you know, maybe you do have a corporate job or just a job. Maybe it's creative, but it, you have a workplace, right? You got to show up and you fit a little bit of a mold or the, not really, it may or may not be a, a full box, right? Mm -hmm. But you show up a certain way. And then when you're in other spaces, maybe it's with your friends or people you're working on creative projects with, you show up a different way. Yeah. But for us, the energy around More Juice is that you can be your authentic self, right? We trap it out, okay, yeah. at More Juice. Y'all will see. Yeah. For anybody, <laughs> this, this is your first one. But we are who we are, right? We are turning up. We got the drinks flowing, the music going. This is who I am on the weekend. You know, I'm, I'm turned up, I'm lit, but I'm creative, I'm passionate, I'm intellectual, I'm, you know, a million different things. And I can be all those things in this space. And that's why this space is so important during the journey and yeah. not just when you get to a marker. Yeah. Because, you know, I think even for me, like when I, when I show up at an office, I do have to keep it all you know, and I work with black people. So it's yeah. like, but but some part of that can hinder that that level up because we're quieting mm. different parts, you know, or, and it may not even be intentional. Like you may not feel confident enough, right? Maybe your, your workplace, you're at a certain level, a certain role, and they expect a certain thing. And maybe there's a ceiling or, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling, so I'm kind of trying to try to <laughs> no, no, catch no. up to my thoughts. But um, I just I just feel like that's the point of more juice is you can come here, you can talk about a project that's not even off the ground. It's a thought, right? And you're partnering with a friend, and y'all are trying to find some money and 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 build it, and not be um, discouraged by that little bit of progress. You know, it, it, it's not, maybe it's not as measurable or yeah. as tangible, but talking about it is like freedom. Because mm. um, somebody's going to relate to you. Marissa, y'all are standing here right now because Marissa and I were having a conversation and we were on a struggle bus and could relate to each other and appreciated the fact that we could be honest with each other. You go to networking events, especially in L.A., and you got your business card and your resume memorized so you can lead with the strongest thing. And hopefully yeah. this person has some type of connect and whatever. But it's cool to hear from peers. Mm -hmm. So whether you, you know, and I'm talking to everybody here, but whether you showed up today and knew about Jerry's project or anything, the, the point of it is that we're here. 
and we're literally peers, and it's people in this space and in these rooms that we need to be building with. Yeah. Okay, I've literally talked to two actors and another filmmaker today in this space that don't know each other, but we here. Um, I think what Issa was talking about, the yes. importance of yes. networking with where you're at, networking across. Yep. The horizontal. We all about the horizontal up in here. So, <laughs> okay. To, to that point, that's what Bel Air is, right? Nobody who worked on that project has done or been in anything. It was a group of people who were all looking to build and grow and came together to make that vision happen, right? No, Nobody, and that goes to show it, and it opened my eyes, right? Being there, I knew that, but when you get to get the opportunity to work in that, and also you get to see, you know, some type of result. Granted, the internet is very fickle, right? So I'm so damn fickle. I'm, I'm definitely not <laughs> blind to that. This doesn't happen every day. But either way, I would much rather build with people who care, who are passionate, and who want to grow with me than spend all my time trying to, you know, get a bone or get some crumbs from somebody who, who seemingly has already made it or something like that. Because the, the people beside you, these are the people who are going to be the executives. These are the people that are going to be the stars. These are the people that are going to be those huge entrepreneurs. And we want to build together. It's not about where you're going. It's, it's, it's who you're going there with. Like, it's, yeah. it's such an yeah. important thing. Um, so I, I can't stress that enough to, to build with the people that are horizontal with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just got excited. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean... I, this is of just, I feel like I've been here before. We did this before, but we haven't. But this, yeah. <laughs> this is because this is something that we always wanted to do, right? Like, yeah. this was like, well, what? Tell the like, truth. The podcast? The no. live podcast? Well, I was talking about everything, but that's oh. who. I told Marissa <laughs> she had to tell y'all, like, was it a year ago? Oh my goodness. So when we first started this podcast, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even, it was in the summer. We was in Jasmine's kitchen and I was like, cause we were trying to figure out how to do another event. Like to give you guys context into our personalities in this thing, like Jasmine slay events. She killed that shit. She'd be like, do, 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 do. It'd be done. And so she loves doing the events and me, I'm like, well, you know, maybe if we look at the calendar, you know, and, and we were in her kitchen, and we were talking about the events, and I was excited about the podcast, and I was like, man, we should just do a live podcast. She was like, um, you think people are going to come and listen to us? I was like, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, so shout out to you. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like, again, that that's an example of this kind of, like, yeah. networking across. Like, you know, we... We just kind of said we're going to do this shit, and whoever shows up, like, that's love. Where That means that we're all on the same plane, and we're interested in the same things, and we're yeah. in alignment, right? Like, so I feel like um, I want to go back to Bel Air real quick, because when I first saw it, I thought it was a movie. I thought I thought that we could buy tickets on Fandango <laughs> and go see this, <laughs> but then I learned that that was not the case. But and y'all and y'all just got together and just did this shit. I was like, this is beautiful. So I will, if you can, like maybe just talk a little bit about uh, the intention behind doing it that way and like what you kind of feel like is next, even for you personally. Okay. Yeah. So the intention was to, one, reimagine and, and pay homage to 
this amazing, iconic thing. It wasn't to mock it or create our own parody, but it was to create something that we knew that the culture would buy into and have them look at it from a different perspective. But I think overall, and Morgan Cooper, who is the, like, the main filmmaker behind this project, amazing guy, amazing friend, shout out to Morgan. But the, the number one thing was to inspire, to show people that you can do something with what you have, or you, you don't need this big network, you don't need all these things to make something and create fearlessly, right? Because this project, if we would have tried to go to networks or people, they were like, oh, you can't do that, you gotta clear that. You can't do that, you can't do that. It was to show that you right now can create fearlessly and authentically. So we wanted to inspire and, and, and show people that in a, in a dope and creative way. So, so yeah, I, I think that, that that happened, which is which is amazing, which is a blessing. So that was like the, the first thing. So I, I don't, I can't say nothing about the project. I don't, that's, that's in the air, okay? So we just, just stay tuned to see what may happen. No, keep you know, it on the... I don't, I can't speak to, to that, but some things that I, <laughs> that I am working on, uh, I have a, a script that I'm developing right now for an, another television show that I'm looking to go into production for next year. Um, I have a podcast of my own. It's called a Destiny Moments uh, podcast. So definitely check that out. Um, also working with, with my manager to, you know, get some other roles for some things. So as that comes out, uh, people will be able um, to, to see that as well. So, so yeah, and I also have a, uh, a short that I, that I shot with one of my reps and, um, uh, and, my, and my roommate, one of my business partners who happens to be right here. Shout out to my boy William right here. Um, so we have a, <laughs> we have a short that, that we're dropping t tomorrow. Um, so, so yeah, and, and that's another example of creating what you have. So we just, we had an idea. It's something that, that he had an idea for a long time ago. And we're like, okay, let's do it. Let's shoot it. Let's put it out there. Let's see what happens, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I can't stress that enough. If you have an idea, do it. You never know what can happen with it. Like there, there's an, another example of, there was somebody, he was, he was doing like this web series online. He was doing it and he wasn't getting any views on YouTube. Like he was getting nothing at all. And then it was like 100 people every episode or something like that. He did it for like six months, a year, and then he got a, a phone call, and it was Oprah, right? And now he has a show. That shocked me. Now, I was like, what? Yeah, now he, has a, now he has a show on OWN, right? And it was because he had an idea, and he was actualizing it, and he was doing Staying it. Staying persistent. Yeah, yeah. so. Consistency. I, I mean, I just can't stress that enough. So whatever yeah. idea you have, get you some people behind you, or do, do if it's one person rocking with you, build it, and they will come, like. So many people don't have so much vision for their life. So if they see somebody else with vision, it's so much easier to get along for the ride. So yeah. be that person. But yeah, so those are some of the things that are cooking. Man, thank you. No. Thank y'all for <laughs> thank you. sticking with us, yes. listening. Yes. Um, man, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I want to just leave everybody with, Blessings come in connections, and like that's our, we gonna drive that one into the ground. But we, we move by that, we encourage that, we share that, um, and meet somebody in this space today, for real. Cause I, I'm a, I'm gonna come around and, and match make on the creative yes, side yes. <laughs> after we wrap up. Um, First of all, it's 420, so it's the perfect opportunity to make some new friends, okay? Definitely meet some new friends. So, if you want to meet them at the bar, 
I want everybody to go to the bar. We get a get shot. Back into it. Thank you guys so much. It means yes, so much to me. And Marissa. Thank like, you guys. Don't understand. Thank you. Yes, thank y'all for having me. This was amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the More Juice podcast. You know, blessings come in connections, so make sure to connect with us on social, More Juice PLZ, on our website, on our newsletter, morejuiceplz.com. Oh, and we got merch, y'all, okay? So we got all of our famous sayings on T-shirts, on hats, on hoodies, on crewnecks, all that. All of the swag that you wear anyway, so support a sister, okay? And go cop that.